Hey friend, I'm Hannah Lapsansky, and you're listening to the Moms Grab Coffee podcast, where moms share how they find peace and joy in the chaotic beauty that is motherhood. If you're stressed, overwhelmed, and exhausted, come join us to fill yourself up with hope and wisdom from moms who are in it too, and who will always point you back to Jesus. Hey, my friend, happy new year. Don't you love the new year? I mean, you think about new hopes and new goals, new dreams, a lot of sentiment of, I'm going to do better this year. I'm going to uh, level up this year. And no matter what the temperature actually is in your area, the air just smells fresher, right? I'm super excited to keep bringing this podcast to you and keep meeting with moms who are going to encourage us and strengthen our faith and keep reminding us that, you know what, no matter what happens, no matter what circumstances we're walking through, we always have the hope and love and joy that comes from Jesus. And because of that, there is always good to be found. Now, when we look back on the past year, we might have a tendency to see where we didn't measure up, or maybe things happened over the course of the year that were really, really difficult, and you just want to move past it. And that's where the sentiment of sayings like, good riddance 2022, uh, tends to really feel good, right? Like, uh, don't want to do that again. Now, I've definitely said it. Maybe we all said it back in 2020. But even if it was a really hard year, I'm praying that the beauty of hindsight will allow you to see something good that happened in 2022. And if you haven't come across that moment of hindsight yet, take heart because God was at work, even if it feels like he's not. And how do we know that? because it says it all over the Bible. Deuteronomy 11.12 says, The eyes of the Lord your God are always on it, from the beginning even to the end of the year. Psalm 68.19, Blessed be the Lord who daily bears our burden, the God who is our salvation. John 5.17, In his defense, Jesus said to them, My Father is always at his work to this very day, and I too am working. So I encourage you to store those in your heart and don't dismiss the things that happened in 2022 because we will do that. That's just our human nature. It's our human tendency to look at the negative stuff and elevate them much higher than the positive stuff. It's actually a psychological phenomenon called the negativity bias and why we register the negative more than the positive. It's why we tend to remember insults more than praise, why we can uh, recall bad first impressions, probably clearer than good first impressions. I mean, there's so many ways in which we see this phenomenon manifest itself in our life. So in a few weeks, I'm going to dive deeper into negativity bias and how we position ourselves so that we are battling against it in favor of joy and positivity. So make sure you are following the show wherever you are listening so you don't miss it. Also, next week, I am grabbing coffee with Duck Dynasty star Lisa Robertson, and she's going to talk about how we share our roar. 
it is going to be a fascinating conversation, so don't miss that one. All right, so let's get into the topic of the day, which is all about how we set ourselves up for a fantastic, faith-filled year. And the way we're going to do that is to do three things for three minutes at 3 a.m. every day. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Not 3 a.m., but three things for three minutes every day. And what you are going to have at the end of the year is a book full of testimonies of God's goodness and full of ways that you are seeing your faith and your motherhood journey grow. So next year, when we're chatting about, hey, how was your year? Uh, What was the good stuff that happened? It's going to be so easy to look back and no matter what happened, no matter what circumstances you walked through, to know that, wow, God showed up this way, God showed up that way, I was praying for this, I was praying for that, I felt so much peace, I felt so much joy. You're going to have all of that written and documented. Because let's be serious, our mental load is way too heavy and way too stress-filled, and we are overstimulated all the time as moms. So to have something that you can physically look back on, uh, even, you know, in the middle of your year, even next week, um, and say, okay, yes, God is at work. Yes, he is who he says he is. And yes, I am not alone and I can do this is going to be so encouraging. Okay, so on to the first of the three things. Number one is reflecting on yesterday. Where did you see God's goodness yesterday? Now, in order to answer that question, you have to ask yourself, what is God's goodness and what do I need to look out for? Last year, I interviewed nearly 40 moms about their testimonies of their dark and broken seasons, and all of them spoke about God's goodness. The goodness of God might look different to everyone in every circumstance because God is personal and intimate. There's no one size fits all. But here are some of the things that I've heard from my guests. First is the closeness of God through peace and comfort when it really doesn't make worldly sense. Some questions to ask yourself might be, did you have what should have been a really difficult moment yesterday? And feel differently about it. Somehow feel uh, less anxious than you have before. Second is a conviction from God. Did you choose a different response to a situation? uh, Or did God remind you of something? Third is the presence of God in really small, tiny ways. Did something strike you or stop you? And I say in small, tiny ways because sometimes that's how God shows up. I'm going to take you to scripture, to 1 Kings chapter 19. This is about Elijah, and Elijah flees to Horeb after uh, Jezebel basically puts out a, uh, a notice to go kill Elijah. And in verse 11, it says, The Lord said, Go out and stand on the mountain in the presence of the Lord, for the Lord is about to pass by. And then all these crazy things happened. The great and powerful wind tore the mountains apart. Uh, The Lord wasn't in the wind. After the wind, there was an earthquake. The Lord wasn't in the earthquake. And then after the earthquake came a fire, but the Lord wasn't in the fire. The Lord was actually 
in a gentle whisper. So as we're going about our day, as we are uh, looking for God's goodness, know that he may be showing up in those small ways. It's not in the earthquakes, the fires, the really flashy things, but it's in those gentle whispers. Maybe it's in the form of an email that speaks to a topic that really touches your heart and that you really needed. Maybe it's in the form of a text from a friend. Maybe it's even in the form of something in nature that strikes you. Maybe it's a background image that popped up on your computer screen randomly that totally speaks to you and reminds you to connect with God for a minute. True story. Now, I'm not saying God doesn't ever show up in those big, mighty ways, but As we practice seeing God's goodness every day, let's not forego the small, tiny things. Which brings me to my next point, moments of gratitude for God's blessings. Practicing gratitude does wonders for our physical, mental, and emotional health. So if you are having trouble figuring out what to be thankful for, because frankly, I've definitely been there, get down to the basics. Your breathing you have a functioning body, you have kids, you have friends, family, you have a warm house, you have clothes on. These are all awesome, amazing things. So let's not diminish their value. And lastly, God forgives. God gives us grace. So if you have it bad yesterday, own up to it, ask God for forgiveness, and then be thankful that he does forgive period and exclamation point. All right, so now you've written down where you saw God's goodness yesterday. We're going to move on to point number two. What are you praying for today? And what do you believe about who God is? And this is going to ground your heart and expectations in God's character. I don't know about you, but when I'm praying, I am also hoping that God Please let your answer be what I want it to be. But the fact of the matter is, it may be totally opposite than what I want. And so that's why it's important to jot down not only what you're praying for, but what you believe about God's character. Because the yes you want may be a no from God. Or maybe it's a not right now. So if we're reminding ourselves that God is the waymaker that he is working all things for our good, then suddenly it's not the potential disappointments of our prayers not being answered the way we want that will drive us, but the beauty and nature of who God is. Here's an example I wrote for myself recently. So my prayer, Lord, the voice of comparison is strong this morning. It's telling me I'm not good enough. Help me see myself the way you see me. Speak truth to my heart. Because I know, God, you designed me wonderfully and fearfully. Here's another one. And on this particular day, uh, it was for um, this podcast. I was getting ready to send an email about a potential merch idea. So I was going to send a survey about it. So I wrote, Lord, I am nervous. What if there's a poor response? I'm praying to keep my eyes on you. You are in control. You direct my steps. 
You are the way maker, even if the answer is no. So as I was going about my day, I kept telling myself, God, you are the way maker. God, if the response is no, that you are still in control, you are still directing my steps, everything will be okay. And I'm telling you, it helped so much to keep my heart at peace and to keep my day filled with joy, honestly, because I wasn't super anxious. I wasn't super stressed because I know God is still sovereign. Even if I don't get what I want, God still has a plan for me and it's going to be better than what I think. Okay, so the last point is embracing biblical truth. What scripture are you going to anchor yourself to today or maybe it's this week? Sometimes I find myself writing down the same verse every single day for several days because it's still applicable and I'm still working on memorizing it. So when it comes to selecting the verse, a lot of times I frankly use Google uh, based on how I am feeling, if I'm feeling really overwhelmed, or if I'm feeling like, you know, the voice of comparison is really strong, I'm going to find biblical scripture to combat that. The act of writing it also does wonders for memory. So write it, write it, write it. Now the Bible's going to have so many options to choose from when it comes to the verse, and I encourage you to Get into your Bible so that you're not only pulling out a verse, but also understanding the context. That being said, the most important point here is to immerse yourself in Scripture, whether that is one verse, an entire chapter, an entire book of the Bible, whatever it is. So I want to help you with that by giving you a selection of verses that give you that starting point. I've pulled together a guide that'll give you verses that speak to feeling anxious, discouraged, exhausted, frustrated, fearful, overwhelmed, um, so that you can just pull them into this daily practice. So to summarize the three things that you can do in three minutes every single day, first, prepare your heart. Where did you see God's goodness yesterday? Second, what are you praying for and what do you believe about God? And third, embrace biblical truth. I see a huge difference in my mental and emotional health when I do these three things uh, and just take a few minutes in the morning because I'm anchoring myself to God. I'm anchoring myself to the peace and the comfort and joy that He alone can provide. So I really want to encourage you to try it out. If you have a notebook, you can just jot it down there. Um, But I also put together uh, the guide that has these three things on my website, along with that reference guide uh, with the Bible verses. So you can go check that out. Uh, It's at prepare.momsgrabcoffee.com. That's prepare.momsgrabcoffee.com. It'll also be in the show notes, so you could just click straight from there. Now, if you don't have a printer to print this out and you really want to uh, do so, then please email me, hannah at momscribecoffee.com. I will print it out and mail it to you. I'd be so happy to do that. So just get in touch with me. At the top of this episode, we talked about looking back on 2022 and seeing where God was at work in our lives and seeing all the good that uh, happened throughout the year. 
And so what we went through today, the three things you can do for three minutes a day is certainly going to help at the end of this year. But who wants to keep track of a bunch of loose papers, right? So by God's design and direction, I'm hoping to come out with a testimony daily planner journal that'll help you remember all the good uh, and the God-filled goodness that happens in 2023. And it's going to be a beautiful piece, a beautiful testimony um, that you can keep forever. So the resource I talked about today uh, will put you on the notification list for launch. Uh, So go to prepare.momsgrowcoffee.com. All right, my dear friend, I hope this episode and those resources are a blessing to you. Stick around next week for Duck Dynasty star Lisa Robertson. She's going to join me on the show to talk about how we roar, and it is going to be awesome. So make sure you're following the show wherever you are listening. All right, my friend, have a wonderful, beautiful first week of 2023, and I'll catch you again next time for a cup of coffee with a side of faith, wisdom, and hope.